All right. Hello, guys, and welcome to Stories of Hope. Um, my name is Heather, and this is my friend Katie. And today we will be talking with you a little bit about uh, chronic illness, and she will be sharing some of her story. So I'll introduce you to Katie. Uh, we met when we went to the Youth Becoming Leaders Camp in 2017 and bonded a little bit over our experience with chronic illness. And over the past few years, she's been an encourager to me and has really walked with me through a lot of hard questions and through this journey of um, how do we find hope and faith in the midst of things that are not so easy to deal with. And so I'm just really excited for you guys to hear a little bit of the wisdom that she has in this interview. So first, Katie, can you tell us a little bit about your experience with chronic illness? Uh, what illness do you have? How did you get diagnosed? That type of thing. Yeah, so I have fibromyalgia, which is a chronic pain and it also includes insomnia, fatigue, um, sensitivities to things like cold and light and stuff like that, um, as well as it does have ties to depression and anxiety. And so when I was um, nine years old, I had a surgery on my wrist to remove some benign tumors that were causing me pain, removed my hand. And so after that, Two months later um, from that surgery, having some pains in my chest to the point where I was laying on the couch and couldn't do much of anything in a lot of pain. And so my mom took me to the ER and I got an EKG done to make sure it wasn't my heart. And the doctor basically said that I needed to go to a psychologist because there was nothing wrong with my heart. I was either... Um, crazy or I was doing it to get attention or there was some other emotional issue that it wasn't real and so I went to a psychologist for quite a while and that was very frustrating because I knew they didn't believe me and they were telling my mom not to believe me um, but then I don't I don't remember how but we started going to other doctors um, such as like the chiropractor things like that I had MRI done um, just about an endoscopy, tons of tests to try and figure out what was wrong. And all the while, the pain was spreading to my arms, it spread to my stomach, it spread to my legs. I um, was nauseous about every morning and I had some really extreme pains in my stomach to where I could only lay on the floor and couldn't get up. Um, and so we went to tons of doctors, tons of tests, and it wasn't until the pain started in April and it wasn't until October of that year when I was 10 years old that we went to a specialist at Cincinnati Children's. And that's where they diagnosed me with fibromyalgia. There's um, 18 pressure points in someone who has fibromyalgia. And if you hit one of those, it doesn't, you don't just feel pressure, you feel pain. And so they tested me by finding those spots and I had the other symptoms too. And so I went to a specialist at UK for a while and they put me on a exercise plan where I was going to slowly build up the amount of exercise I was doing each day. And that was supposed to help the pain go away. And once I was at the max, it did. The pain went away and things were going really well. And then I, in January, I had some teeth pulled um, 
to create more space in my mouth and the pain started up again. And this time I couldn't get it back under control. And since then I haven't been able to get it back under control. Um, not the way it was at one point. And so now my life is mostly managing the pain and doing what I need to do despite how my body feels and just pushing through. That's how I've made it through high school and it's how I'm currently making it through college. Yeah. That's amazing. Like just the way that you're able to keep going in spite of all of the things that are against you and trying to stop you. And um, it must be really discouraging knowing that like you can't, you don't feel like you can get back to that place that you once were at. Um, so how do you manage like the discouragement and like continual, how do you continue to have the motivation to keep getting up and trying and doing it the same kind of things? Yeah. And that's been something that I've been struggling with recently too, because you can do all the right things and yet you can still have bad days where you did everything you needed to do for your health and yet you're still in so much pain or you're so tired that you can't do what you need to do um and so usually how I've been managing the discouragement that comes with it I've I found it helpful to talk to people who understand or even people who don't just to kind of vent um so like you Heather and um maybe my pastor or something like that um, and then I, I think finding, finding God in the midst of it, uh, drawing closer to him. Cause I've, I've, I've noticed that he seems especially close in those times when life is really hard and I'm awake at night. I can use those times to pray and I use scripture to, to encourage myself that God is my strength. And most of all, I remind myself, okay, God has called me to do this and um, I'm here and I'm doing everything I know how to do. I'm, I'm being faithful. And so he's going to help me get done what needs to get done. And he's going to take care of what doesn't happen. He, he's the one that's called me. So he's going to help me. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mostly just, yeah. Clinging to God. Yeah. you have any specific stories of a time that God has met you when you were in pain or having insomnia and how, how he helped you through it? Yes, many, many. Um, and I, two come to my mind like right away. Um, Recently, I went through a medicine change, and mm. for, like, two weeks straight or so, I was sleeping maybe three hours to sometimes five um, on a really good night, six. Um, and most of the night, I was awake, and it took me forever to fall asleep, and I was waking up early in the morning and couldn't go back to sleep. Um, and so during that time, I used that time to pray and to talk to God and those were times when I felt very close to him like he was walking through this fire with me because it was it was torment and the pain that came from lack of sleep was extreme but just clinging to him 
and knowing how close he was to me during that time and how he pulled me through was just such a sweet memory now, even though it's also a painful memory. And then one time I, over the, this last summer, I was a camp counselor for six straight weeks of camp and it was rough. (laughs) And so the very last week of camp, um, was, um, we, we, the very last week of camp on the very first day, we had a very pretty grueling first day. I think we did a canoe trip. We did archery tag in the gym and we did a slip and slide all three in one day. And <laughs> by the end of the day, I was burnt out because with fibromyalgia, if you, and many chronic illnesses, if you exert yourself mm-hmm. a lot, then you crash afterwards. So you have to pay yeah. for what you choose to do. And so that that next morning after I woke up, I was I was paying for it and I was really tired. But that was the day that we were taking a we were taking all the campers on a trip to the Ark Encounter and it was early in the morning. We we're gonna be walking around all day. And so I basically told God that morning in prayer, um, I need like I can't do this. I'm gonna be in pain. There's no way I can do this from yesterday. No human way possible. So I need your strength. I need you to help me. And he did. At the at the arc, I never once had to sit down. I did better than I would normally have done on a good day. I did extremely well. I didn't have to sit. I wasn't in any leg pain afterwards. He just took it all away because he knew that for that moment, that's what I needed needed to be able to minister to the teenagers I was working with. And that encourages me that if he can do that, then that in ministry in the future, he's going to help me do what I need to do. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry. You don't have to kind of like yeah. micromanage it or stress about how am I going to do this or that? Because you know that God is going to take care of you and he is in control. And that's, that's a big message for now too, when there's so many things that are up in the air and we don't know what's going to happen. Just yeah. That that God is going to continue to take care of us, whatever that looks like, even if it's not what we want, um, he's still at work. So, um, yeah, what's one thing that you would like for people to know as they're dealing with this whole quarantine situation? Um, yeah, I would say that just like with chronic illness, you can find God in the midst of pain, in the midst of disappointment, there's a lot of that right now, and um, in the midst of inconvenience, because oftentimes with chronic illness, it's an inconven- it's inconvenient, it's discouraging, it's a disappointment, um, and it's painful. And just like with quarantine, stuff has been canceled. Um, we don't really know the future. Things are very uncertain, but God is present with us, and I think, especially with how um we're isolated from so much right now mm-hmm. and there's so many distractions that have been taken away and oftentimes with chronic illness i found that find that distractions are taken away mm-hmm. it's a great time to seek god and to find mm-hmm. ways where you can, special ways where you can draw closer to god um to take advantage of it even though it's inconvenient <laughs> Yeah, thank you so much, Katie, for sharing with us today.
just really enjoyed getting to talk with you and I'm so thankful that you are in my life and that you're here today so thank you so I hope you all enjoyed this video we will be coming out with a few more videos in the next weeks um, with some other friends just sharing a little bit of their stories with chronic illness and how they have found hope so if you found this encouraging please share this message with someone who may need it and continue to trust and remember that God is in control. All right, thank you.